welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 80. My name is Kyle Springer, and this will be a review for season one of Paper Girls out on Prime Video right now. And you guys can go watch it uh, all in its entirety. I thought it was going to be a week to week show, but apparently not. They released it all in its entirety. You can go watch season one right now. Uh, but this is going to be uh, my re my review for the eight episode series uh, that came out. Um, and so, yeah, what what did I think of Paper Girls season one? Uh, I have to say it was OK. Um, didn't wow me like I was hoping it to. Uh, Paper Girls is based off of one of my favorite comic books by one of my favorite creators. Uh, so I, I, I had big expectations when they announced it. Um, unfortunately, not much of a marketing cycle for the show. Uh, they only released like their first and only trailer like a month ago, as well as the release date like a month ago. Uh, but the trailer was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. So I had some hope. Um, I have already done a reaction to the first episode of Paper Girls here on the channel, as well as a review for the first four episodes. But this will be one for it in its entirety. But yeah, I thought the show was OK. I think there's a number of things that fell flat, but I think there's also a lot to love about this show. Um, I, I, I think the characters, the four main characters, the paper girls themselves uh, are a strength of the show. The casting is fantastic. Uh, the the drama that they bring to the show is great. I think uh, the themes of confronting yourself this is a time travel show after all uh, of conf confronting yourself and dealing with the choices that your future self has made, uh, whether you agree with them or not, or are appalled by them, disappointed in them, having to deal with all of that, uh, I think, is a strength of the show. That's where it really shines. However, it's, it's kind of some of the sci-fi aspects of the show where I think it falls flat. Um, not all of it really stands up not all of it uh really it's it just it's par for the course i think but nothing is really stellar no, nothing nothing really stands out um which is unfortunate because as a fan of the comic book i know that it goes to some really wonderfully bizarre and wild places uh that i that i hope this show gets to eventually uh in further seasons down the road of course, as of right now, there is no confirmation for a season two. Um, however, I, I, I think there might be one. At least the, the show ended up in a place that they, it implies that, hey, we have plans for a season two. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's the sci-fi stuff that really didn't hit. Uh, the old watch, uh, which I realized that I was calling them the old guard on my previous review of the first four. Uh, I know they kind of call them the old guard in there briefly, but their their name is the old watch. Um, they are kind of doing this war on time travel, trying to keep the timeline exactly how it was. Um, 
and I think their their outfits that they're they're in are just kind of lackluster. They're in that like reflective white neon uh, material. I'm not sure what it's called. And for a show that starts out in the late 1980s, that seems weird, right? It seems like they are out of place as it should. But for the show in general, that's a time travel show that hops from the 1980s to 2019 to 1999, all of that stuff. It really doesn't feel all that out of place to have a reflective material on a jumpsuit, on on a trench coat. Um, And their their outfits underneath that just feel like some slightly near future workout attire. It feels like they're in yoga pants and some kind of weird shirt, vest, jacket thing. Ultimately, I don't think it was enough. I think it was an idea that they could have pushed further uh, to to really make them more anachronistic. Uh, in the comics, their outfits look a little more like armor, uh, like a like a suit uh, that that a knight would wear, and that makes them feel really out of place, no matter what time period they're in, even if they go back in time to uh, when when knights were a thing right it's a futuristic version of that that does not fit in with the rest um not that they go to that time period because i don't think they do but uh i i I feel like they could have pushed some of that sci-fi aspect more i felt like some of the effects the cgi was just not great um it was serviceable it was fine um but again not enough in the comics the old guards weapons when they shoot something and it explodes or it sparks it pixelates which sure might not play very well in a live action adaption of a comic book but i think something like that is the kind of thing you need to make them feel that much more bizarre that much more like you you're not from here what is happening you're strange you're bizarre um so they they probably could have done a little bit more on that um but i i i think i think the show does a good job of of mimicking the comics of what they look like what they feel like i think that's another strength of the show um I'm pulling up some pages from the comic, uh, which you guys can read on Comixology Unlimited or Kindle Unlimited if you are interested in checking it out. Uh, of course, you could also go to your local comic book store and ask if they have that. But uh, here you go. Here are some of the pages of what it looks like. Uh, I think, like I said, the, the casting in this show is fantastic. Uh, the acting between the cast, I think, is great. They genuinely feel like young teenagers. Um, there is a scene, I think episode one or two, where they're basically having a sleepover. Not one that was planned, uh, but they are having a sleepover and they are acting like little girls, like like teenagers. It's great. They they're they're giggling, they're laughing, they're sharing stories about weird things that happened to them at school. The boys they're interested in. It feels perfect. It feels great. Um, I really, really, really enjoy that. I think to see Aaron uh, confront her older self 
once it starts to do that stuff, once it starts to dig into conf- confronting your own mortality, um, your own sexuality, your own life choices, that is where it, the show really shines. I know I kind of said that here, but uh, to see the younger version of Aaron having to deal with her older self, who she did names as a complete failure of just, of just like, this is not what I wanted for my life. How, how could you, how, how could you let this happen? Why would you make those choices? Um, it, it is phenomenal to see her go from baffled to upset, to disappointed, to then trying to understand. And as they go into different time periods to then recheck in on like okay where was i here at the, what's what's happening at this point i know this is when maybe my mom gets sick and i know i have trouble with my sister here but what is actually happening i i i re- really start to feel her wrestling with that um there is another character who is having to deal with their own mortality uh that i i think is one of my favorite things in the comics it is one of the more emotional stories uh in the show as well uh that she finds out that there really is no older version of herself she gets sick and she dies um and so after this big old time travel adventure that they go 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 on she really has nothing to come back to and that's scary for her she doesn't really know if she wants to be a part of all of this stuff here and i think it hits and it hits hard. There's another character in there who's dealing with her own sexuality um, and sees her older self uh, out as gay or out to a, a, a number of people, maybe not all of them. Um, but she sees herself kiss another girl and immediately panics and just has this it, 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 both realization and fear and j- just this this incredible sense of loss of direction of just like i i don't know how i get from where i am now to where my older self is um and i i love that i think when she starts to explore some of those feelings whether consciously or subconsciously i think the show is doing it in a great way they're not just jumping in to be like oh you're gay here you go here's a relationship it's more oh let me start to explore this stuff what happens if i start to open up a little bit more to someone i'm interested in or if someone i'm interested in opens up to me does that mean there's a connection there? Do I need to explore that? Um, they, someone puts their hand on hers later on in the show, and she just completely tenses up and freezes and does not know how to react to that properly. And I like that they take the time to explore that uh, that journey, that transition to uh, that that realization um, to realizing that hey you're you're only a 12 year old kid you don't have everything figured out you don't even know who you are exactly you don't necessarily know how you identify yet um and i i like that i like that the show did not just jump right into it headlong of like well hey you're gay have fun um 
so yeah, there, there are, there are things to like and enjoy about this show. Um, ultimately though, I think at the end of the day, the, the kind of worst thing about the show is the budget. Uh, unfortunately it's just not there. It's almost non-existent to be honest. Um, they they have a number of things that they need to put cgi in to make it work to make it look make it uh look the way the way that it's supposed to um and some of those things either don't look like they belong look like they're unfinished or look like it it, it makes no sense as to the way it's working in reality um for example there is a tear in reality, in the time stream that appears later on in the show, and a number of characters are looking at it, they're studying it, being like, what in the world is this? Um, and it is this big rip in the sky. The sky has become pink and purple. Uh, it is this big effect that everyone should be able to see from miles around. However, there's some other characters approaching because they got the call to, hey, come check this out. Uh, and they're on their way and they're on their way to the location where they should be able to see it off in the distance, but it's not there. And it should be. And then they go around the barn to where, 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 to where it is and suddenly the sky is pink from when they look at it from that side it why why couldn't they see it from the street it makes no sense um which which then leads me to the next thing the like pinkish purplish uh, did not filter that's a reductive uh take on that but like the the color grading they use in those <laughs> scenes to make it have that that pink lighting effect i just plain don't like it i think it looks bad um it, it there's there's times when that light is coming from outside and they are in a building uh and maybe the character is backlit by this this pink light and so it just i, I don't feel like things are lit particularly well all the time i don't mind that pink overtone for for certain things i just think it's a, maybe a little bit too much and they should dial it back a bit um that's just me that's my opinion on uh, that thing there. Uh, man, there are some weird things in the show that I, I don't think the show has really gotten to explore yet pr properly. So that's why I'm hoping there's a season two. Um, I, I at, at the rate that they are covering the story, I, I don't know if this will be a two season show or a three season show. Hopefully nothing more than that. Um, because I, I don't think the the, show, the show's not meant to go on and on and on for a long time. It has a definite uh, start and finish, just like the comics. It is a series of graphic novels that you can pick up. There is a small number of them. I think there's only like six or seven. Uh, there's not much. So it is a small story that they are trying to tell. Um, but I, I, I think there are things that they just haven't gotten the chance to dive in and explore yet uh they say there's a time travel war going on it doesn't feel like one it it feels empty there's uh a scene where they get to a certain location i won't really spoil it but the place is just empty 
and it really shouldn't be. It feels like there needs to be characters walking around, uh, people going about their business, doing all that stuff. And it is just a ghost town. It is empty. It it feels like uh, a cartoon that didn't have the budget to animate extras into the scene because each time they draw something that moves that costs them money right uh so it makes sense if in a cartoon the cars aren't moving they're all parked or there's no people walking around especially if it's like a scene at night or something right uh but this is a live action show and they say there's a war going on this is uh a a pivotal location uh that uh at, at least will be pivotal to the story i think um that feels like it should be alive it should be packed there should be things happening non-stop and it, dead silence there's no one there's literally no one um and it just it feels empty it feels like they just didn't have the budget to even pay extras and that sucks um like I said, this is one of my favorite comics, so I'm 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 hoping that they can pull it off. I'm hoping uh, that the story goes to those wonderfully weird and bizarre places. They've started to get there, especially in the finale. Um, but I I am am worried that they're not going to do it justice based off what I've seen so far in season one. I mean, based off of all of season one i don't know if they're gonna have the budget to pull it off just disappointing uh i do think some of the time travel stuff some of the inconsistencies or lack of characters kind of being like well how come i don't remember this uh happening all that stuff i think it does kind of finally come back around by the end of season one it starts to make a little bit more sense um and i i think there are some some terminology some concepts that appear later on in the show or get maybe not explained a little bit more but you see it a little bit more um that maybe can answer some questions if not directly then uh, you know you know just that like hey you should be able to put two and two together here um but yeah I think at the end of the day, it's an interesting show. I think it's still worth checking out, but overall, it's fine. It's it's okay. Um, I hope it improves. I hope season one does well enough that they give it a bigger budget for season two, because uh, that would be uh, a a big win for the show. Uh, but if nothing else. Check it out for the casting. Check it out for the way these girls are just teenagers caught up in this time travel adventure. Um, and the, 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 the stuff that they have to go th 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 through and confront and deal with, I think that by itself makes it worth ch checking out. Uh, so, yeah. That is my thoughts on the entirety of season one of Paper of Paper Girls. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, uh, you guys can find us uh, on Twitter at the Whatnots. 
So yeah, please go like, share, and subscribe. We have our subscription button here for our YouTube channel right there. We do a lot of stuff here. Uh, I'm gonna put some other video right up here. Not sure what one I'm gonna put there yet, but we will see you all next time.